Boozehound Entertainment presents Scenes from the Attic. The Attic, Keeper of the Gruesome, the Horrifying, and the Shocking. Here in the dark place, leering over a typical neighborhood street, is where the Phantasma lives. The Attic is where you experience disturbing scenes shared by haunted minds and morbid souls. The idea that what you do now, or the things you've done in the past, determines what will happen to you in the future has been around for ages. It goes by many names and phrases. What goes around comes around. Reap what you sow. Instant justice. But its true name is karma. In this special Scenes from the Attic trilogy, we tag along with karma and see how the actions of man are confronted by the brutality of karma's wrath. Rob sat at his kitchen table as sun streamed in through the window, touching and spotlighting the gray hairs on his fingers as they curled around the beer tucked in his right hand. Today was not a good day. Of course, the last few months had brought many bad days into Rob's life. On a rain-soaked afternoon, two months ago, poor health forced him to retire from the police force. With nearly 40 years on the job, his career ended with the rank of detective captain in the homicide division. Today, the doctor informed him his illness had become terminal. A disease he had never been brave enough to utter aloud was now having the last laugh. As Rob sat nursing his beer... One of many things the doctor told him to avoid. The same words drifted and repeated through his mind. Three to six months. Three to six months. Three to six months. Rob never married or had kids. This was something he often prided himself on, for he had seen from his colleagues how difficult it was to be married to a cop, especially a cop in homicide. He could not imagine coming home and planting a fake smile across his face for his wife and kids after seeing the inhumane things people did to each other. He liked being the last one at the bar as one by one his fellow officers peeled away with the excuse of having to go home to family. He didn't even have a plant. His life was his job and nothing would stand in the way of doing it. With the last sip of beer still lingering on his tongue, he recalled how even as a boy, he wanted to be a policeman. Now sitting alone with his expiration date marked on a calendar, he wondered if he'd made a mistake. His hand trembled as he reached into the liquor cabinet for a bottle of whiskey, planning to drink himself to sleep. Rob woke the next morning recalling horribly vivid dreams about death. Sure, it was understandable with the news he just received, but for once in his life he recalled every detail in each one. For the next few nights, it was a new bottle of whiskey and a new set of dreams. Rob was haunted with what he called his death dreams. With his chicken scratch style of writing, he started detailing his nightmares. He became obsessed with death. Well, that's not really true. He became obsessed with the extinguishment of life. It was how he always looked at his crime scenes. The difference may seem subtle, but to Rob, 
That difference is what kept him sane and motivated. Wait, wait, wait. That's it. That's it. Why didn't I think of this before? Rob dug out all his old case files from his days in homicide. For the cases he didn't have notes on, he did his best to recall the details and logged them in his journal. Hours turned into weeks. Those weeks turned to months as he pored over every detail in those files and in his memory. His journal became full of notes, thoughts, sketches, and bullets. He was nearly done. He had to be. Death was breathing down his neck. Oh, finally, finally, I can't believe I actually did it. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah, time to celebrate. Rob poured himself a shot of whiskey and toasted to his accomplishment. Taking a rather large gulp, the potent liquid caused him to cough up blood, leaving a dark red trail across the cover of his journal. But he didn't let that spoil the moment or his enthusiasm. He finished the bottle that night and slept without dreaming. He woke the next morning in pain and smelled the stench of death as it stood closer than ever before. Each day since he completed the project was worse than the day before it. The painkillers the doctor prescribed did little to soothe the agony he felt as his body decayed from the inside out. He knew without a doubt it wouldn't be long now. Many times throughout his career, he imagined what the victims in his cases thought as their life was extinguished. He thought about the Reaper coming to take them, and that comforted him, thinking he wouldn't have to travel the afterlife alone. All right, yeah, one last hurrah I can't leave without one last get-together with the boys. When you're a cop, all your friends are mostly cops. Save the occasional paramedic and coroner. Pretty much all the people you work calls with. Hey guys, my house tomorrow night for my going away party. Pizza and booze are on me. Six o'clock, don't be late. Even though Rob's body ached with each breath, having the gang all together brought a smile to his gaunt face. He didn't want the night to end, but his body screamed until he finally gave in. Each guest took their time leaving the party saying a goodbye in private though he would not let any of them say a sad word with their farewells. One of the last to remain exited the bathroom, ready to put on his coat and leave with a hearty handshake, when he noticed the light on in the study. The room was empty, but for a desk, chair, a lamp, and journal. Out of curiosity, because he was a curious fellow, he opened the journal with one hand and whispered, The perfect murder as a finger traced over the handwritten words. He thumbed through the pages quickly. The first part was mostly incoherent events from dreams. Uh, The second part held notes and ideas from cases, some of which the guest worked on as well. The last part, well, this is the part that got his attention. The writing was difficult to read, but scribbled on these pages were very detailed instructions on how to commit the perfect murder. His heart raced at what he'd come across, and just as he heard someone coming, he slipped the journal into the inside pocket of his jacket. Rob lay in his bed, exhausted from the party. Shadows danced on the wall and up onto the ceiling. He wondered if it was the Reaper finally here to escort him to the afterlife. He didn't remember falling asleep, 
but woke to find a figure dressed in black with eyes of gray with rings of glowing red around each pupil. Is this it? Are you my reaper? No. My name is Karma, and I'm here to deliver justice. Justice? Yes. You have committed a grave atrocity against mankind, and you must pay for that. I, I, I don't understand. I spent my life helping people. What could I have possibly done? You committed murder. Several murders, actually. <coughs> no way. <coughs> Not me. In 40 years on the force, I never even fired my weapon. Hell, I only drew it a couple of times. Yes, but you spent your last days creating something that will be used to commit several murders. That? No, 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 no. That's just something I put together to take my mind off the pain. To, to keep me busy, you know, it was like being on the job again. Yes, but now your little project is in the hands of someone who will use that to kill somebody. In fact, it will be used to kill several people. No, 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 no. That, that, that can't be. I, I never meant for that to happen. No. This is your Reaper. He will escort you to your cell. My cell? Yes, your soul is damned for all eternity. You will spend each moment in hell reliving your last days on Earth over and over. Each time the pain and agony will get more severe. No, 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 please, I beg you, no, no, I, I didn't do it. This has been Perfect Murder, a special Booze Hound entertainment presentation. Visit weareboozehound.com for more original series and to support our shows. Scenes from the Attic is written by Kate Boyer and Phil Boyer and produced by Booze Hound Entertainment. Music and sounds by Shot Glass Records. Original concept by Kate Boyer, directed by Phil Boyer. Copyright Booze Hound Entertainment, all rights reserved.